0: Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with Tender Girl Podcast, and I'm uh, once again excited to be uh, recording on this evening. Um, I'm, I'm, once again, um, we're still in our COVID status, uh, recording at my house, and my engineer is at his house, and my guest is at his house. And I'm very excited to, um, have, to have this guest on uh, this evening. Um, I kind of asked him on this—I guess—this morning, if he would be on the podcast, because he has a um, um, a news community paper that he's introduced to us to support the Camden County. And so, without further ado, I want to introduce the audience to Guy Chapman. Thank you, Thanks, Guy, for coming on. Yay! Thank you, thank you so much. Well, well thank you funny. so much. Well, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and the name of your community paper?
1: Yes, hi. Uh, my name is Guy Chapman, and I am the editor of Navarro County Gazette. I actually just launched that this last Monday. It's uh, going to be a community news site, but it's going to be a very different news type of news site than what Corsicana is probably accustomed to. It's going to come with a little bit of a unique attitude and a different approach to reporting, And what I mean by that, I intend to focus more on what I'm calling good news reporting.
0: Good news reporting. Okay, so how long have you been uh, writing? How long have you been doing (laughs) newspaper writing?
1: Well, I originally worked with the Corsicana Daily Sun, and uh, I worked there for about a year. Um, Unfortunately, due to this COVID situation, I was furloughed and... um, that was just kind of part of it. It's been a couple months. Um, I've I've been a writer. I've been my own freelance writer, and I've done a lot of writing for uh, marketing companies and uh, ghostwriting a little bit of pretty much anything you can think of. Uh, But I really enjoyed uh, journalistic writing because it gave me a chance to really go out there and connect with people out in the community. I'm actually from here. I was born and raised here. I grew up here in the 80s and 90s, and I went off and, and uh, had a couple adventures over on the West Coast for just about 20 years, and then I came back because of a book I was working on.
0: Wow. So you decided that she wanted to go ahead and launch a community paper, and you're saying this to be good news, Roddy. Were you nervous about jumping into um, you know, this endeavor? Because, you know, we, we all know that uh, the, I guess, paper... Newspaper writing, all that is kind of like phasing out, and so more people are getting a lot of their information or their news, you know, through social media online and all that. So, were you nervous about not seeing a community paper just because you know, you know, we've had you know the community, you know, question downtown for so long, and so how how did you decide to go ahead and just jump into it?
1: Well, I was a little nervous about it, but at the same time, not really. Um, during my time with the son i actually built up a really nice uh, relationship with the community i built up a lot of trust uh, people know me my dad actually taught out in a college and so if they they didn't know me they knew him and uh so uh i had a nice little background to start with and and of course news that's a, that's a good point that you made about how the newspaper is dying um I don't really think it's dying. Um, I, I think in a sense that, that you know, of course, people are getting more news these days from social media, they're getting it off their phone, their laptops, uh, what have you. But I mean, we're kind of in a different world these days than, say, when I was growing up and the newspaper was, a, uh, the physical newspaper was a much more prevalent thing because you had like your daily newspaper, you had about four, maybe five cycles of news on television and that was it. These days, news is inescapable. You you can find you don't want to because you know you go on uh, Facebook or what have you, and people are sharing links. Obviously, news with is chaotic as it's been uh, this last year, especially. Um, you know, it, it's inescapable. <laughs> to be honest, there are some mornings it's all, almost like I wake up and the first thing I think of is like, now what? Because <laughs> it's been that strange yeah. of a year.
0: And so what I've um, I've realized too is that I I always make a statement kind of when I'm talking to people is that if you don't tell your story, somebody else will tell your story. And so um, I even um, I follow some some things on social media and even in the message mm-hmm. the about there's a gentleman that he calls uh, Smash Topic or something and he's an actual just a regular person and he actually follows around in his vehicle, and he just shows up on these, like, emergency-type calls, and he actually Mm -hmm. reports it. So you actually have regular people, like, reporting what's going on in those communities. And so before, I mean, they're actually showing up before the actual media shows up. You know, like, you know, your local media outlet. He's actually -hmm. showing up before they show up. And so now, and you know, I know there's there's a... female and Oscar does that, you know, and they're gaining popular, you know, they're getting popular because people are relying on them for the news, and so then now you have, um, you know, different uh, advertisements that are actually sponsoring them, and so they're actually making mm-hmm. money by doing this, and so things are evolving, changing when it comes down to media, and so, so what you're saying. You're going to do good news reporting. What, is that, what does that entail, good news reporting? Well, uh, as I said, it's, you know, one
1: of the biggest things, as you pointed out, is, you know, with with cameras and phones and recording devices, we've gotten to a point where everybody can tell the news, or, or everybody can do a news program, but not everybody can tell the news properly. Uh, you know, that was one of the, the nice experiences that I had when I was working with the sun. I, I tend to write like I speak. Uh, my time at a professional newspaper environment taught me how to be more professional without losing my tone and intent. Um One of the things that I really focused on during my time there was I focused a lot more on the arts and entertainment. Downtown Corsicana has a wonderful arts and entertainment scene with a lot of dedicated artists. You can get live performances, works of art. There are just some really great things down there, and there are a lot of local businesses uh, that are just, you know, really nice people, and they, they've had this dream of wanting to go off and make their own business, and they, they've they done it and fulfilled it. And it's uh, – a lot of people have great stories, especially here, but not everybody gets the chance to tell them. And with the news being what it is, um, you know, there, we, no matter what we do, Uh, everything has this overhanging shadow of the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, one of the things that I kind of shake my head when I'm writing any sort of content, even before I was furloughed, it just got to the point where it almost felt like that Debbie Downer skit from Saturday Night Live. It was like, this great thing is happening right now, or this great thing is going to happen. Too bad COVID-19 ruined it. Womp womp. (laughs) So um, it makes it challenging to write good news right now but there's there are a lot of people out there that are still you know doing good things they're helping other people they're they're trying to just get through the day whether you know they're just you know selling uh, homemade goods from a restaurant or they're going around the community doing uh, things to help people who are struggling more people who have lost their jobs and I think all of those people are important because they, they make up our community. And that's been another situation that we've had to deal with in modern is politics. Without really getting into it, it has become such a divisive subject. I mean, people who are good friends and go to church uh, together or work with each other or you pass them in the store, I mean, it's funny that everyone... You know, you have to depend on every. You, you have to depend on everyone in this community. It's it's so small that you need people. But then, you know, we'll sit and tear each other apart on Facebook, and that's not productive. And that's not. Sometimes people say things that go a little too far, and you don't need to hurt relationships.
0: So I've always, I've always lived on the. I've always lived on um, saying we can agree to disagree. You know, I've always, I've always was, I've always been raised where if I'm a certain. Um, you know, if I'm a Democrat, if I'm a Republican, if I'm an independent, I respect who you are. You know, we can come to the table. I mean, i agree with what you say, you know agree what I say. Mean, At the days the we can leave that room and we can still be friends, you know. But as you exactly. said, you know, exactly gotten so like I mean, like everybody's throwing blows and they're actually people that have been like friends or whatever, they've actually like stop talking or split, you know. And so, um how are you gonna make your paper? Because you know, I you know, I, I have this thing I, in, that I envision, envision. Because I do believe we're in twenty twenty, we're in twenty twenty one, and mm-hmm. um, our community has evolved. In, it's very diverse. And so, how are you gonna? How are you going to not let your paper be just one sided Like you're only gonna report on certain people, certain cultures. How are you going to make your, your paper, where, it, like you said, it, it is a, it's the very kind of thing that, how are you going to make it diverse Where you're also you know, sharing good stories from, you know, people maybe of the Hispanic community, people of the African-American community, people we have a Micronesian community, how are you going to make your paper diverse? Because, you know, I, I mean, I just, I, I, I believe that everybody, like you said, everybody has a story to tell, not just those group has a story to tell. But we all have a story to tell and to me you know for our community to evolve you just need to make sure everybody is included and for those that hasn't
1: happened that hasn't happened oh i agree i mean that's the, the one thing that i believe for myself i believe everybody has a story and that is everybody even if it doesn't seem like you know that interesting to themselves or even if it does seem interesting to themselves, everyone has, lives a very different life. Like, you and I could go to the same t- uh, the same party and have a completely different experience from each other. But we can talk and, and have, uh, you know, we can we can kind of share and learn from each other's experience in the same thing. We're, we're all in the, the same town. Uh, there are um, a lot of people, I think, that maybe just don't feel comfortable that in, in the sense that Maybe and let me try that again. I think a lot of people don't feel necessarily comfortable. Like, well, they wouldn't want to hear my story anyway, and and that's not true. I uh, you know I want people, especially people who have not had an opportunity to tell their stories or express their voice or be given the voice that they have. I want them to feel comfortable to come up to me. It's like, hey, I've had this business in Corsicana for thirty years, and. I'd really like to talk about it, or, you know, my my grandson is, you know, a singer, and no one's really talked about it. Um, You know, I just, I want to go out, and I want to, at the end of the day, have this site be, doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, what you believe, who you love, whatever. Uh, I want you to just be able to come in, sit down, and enjoy it without feeling like you're going to have to get into a confrontation or this isn't for you or this isn't something that you can't enjoy as well. Um, you know, I'm looking at arts and entertainment. I'm looking at history and, and, uh, small business spotlights, dining, education, uh, even, even travel experiences. Cause one of the long running jokes, of course, Canada that I've often heard is like, there's nothing to do. Of course you can. And, that's not true either. There's a lot of things to do, of course, can. you just may not have the opportunity or, or the, the foresight to know exactly what's going on. And I, I want to share those things. And that, that was um, one of the favorite things that I did shortly before I was laid off. I was doing these business spotlights and I was just going around and talking to people about how they were making it through their day, again, under the shadow of uh, COVID-19. But, you know, just... I, I wanted to talk about, you know, their personal story, their struggles. Uh, you know, how, what what kind of business or food do they offer? You know, what what was the reason that they got into, you know, business in the first place? A little bit, you know, how long have you been here? And I, I talked to a nice different uh, group of people of all sorts of backgrounds. And that was a lot of fun. And I, I, I felt like at the end of the day, a lot of people came up to me and said, you really helped me. I really enjoyed getting talk, and then some places I went in, they'd have like the little uh, printed article hanging up on their wall, and that made me feel good, And because it, it's yeah. like, it, it's, it's nice to be noticed. It's nice your efforts are valued, and you've done something, and someone says, hey, I see you, and you've done a great job, and I just want to give you your moment in the sun. So my thing is, I don't care who it is. If you have something interesting, or you just... Want to talk about something that you value here? Come up to me. Come talk to me. Um, I'm I'm always looking for interesting stories, and if I think it's a good fit, then I'll certainly explore it more
0: with you. And so, and so we, what we have now, even in, in, you know, inside of COVID, we do have a lot of, you know, and I and I always I, I always mention, you know, we have our community is evolving as far as we have a lot of our millennials now. We have a lot of those young people that are just stepping out there and they're just, you know, starting their own businesses and they're, um, you know, they're taking you know, what's going on with, you know, with, with this pandemic and they're just uh, things that they've probably been hanging on to as far as gifts and stuff like that. They're using some of those gifts and they're just stepping out and just doing things in a different way. And so um, yes. our community is evolving in that way and so now you have these business owners, you have people that are, you know, entrepreneurs now, you know, that are uh, starting different types of businesses, you know, because one and thing we did know about our millennials is that they will, they will, it just, it doesn't work, stuff. they'll do something different, you know, and so um, I think, you know, even with your, with your community papers, you know, you're, you're going to have a, a wealth of uh, different stories just because we have a lot, we have a different makeup of our community you know, and so, yes. um, that's going to be a threat, you know, and, and so are you going to have different writers, writers, or how are you going like, to, how are you going to you get your stories written? Okay, well, you know, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I'm, I'm sure you'll probably start getting a lot of people like, oh, so I want you to write something about this, I, mean, I want you to write something about that, so you're going to start spreading your suffering pretty thin. so how are you going to get all those articles written up?
1: Well, uh, to be honest, it's actually just two of us uh, uh, that launched this project. It's myself and John Kaiser. Uh, I am the word guy, and he is the art guy. He designed our website and did a wonderful job on it, uh, made it easy to access. And he's a writer as well. He's he's come up with a lot of creative projects. But really, the bulk of the writing comes down to me. And it, it works great for right now for starting when people are like, who are you and what are you about? And haven't really decided to kind of approach me. It's great for right now, but there, yeah, of course, there is going to be a point where um, I'm going to be needing more help. And um, so I'm looking, I've, I've actually been talking to a couple of people around the community. I'm trying to curate good voices that share the vision of an all access all-inclusive uh, way of writing. So it's not like, you know, uh, you know, talking about the things that are bad because you know, sometimes there are things that don't work as well as they should here. And, um, you know, yes, yes, we're aware of it. Um, but it, it's, you know, you can complain about things all you want to, but there has to come a point where it's like, what are you going to do about it? And you can't always depend on other people to solve your problems. You need to step up. And do your part as well to make the place you live a better for yourself as well as others.
0: That, and that's that's my belief as well. That is, I believe in that. And, you know, we can complain, we can complain, complain, complain. But like you said, we gotta we gotta do something ourselves to make it better. You know, and so I I do believe in being involved, in, in, executing the involvement. And um, if you see that we all have a chance in our community to see it, if, if life and they're realizing that, you know, we're, giving, we're going to do more business, you know, we have things that are taking place, you know, and so there is a uh, silver lining in what, you know, there's a silver lining, you know. So, um, guy, um, is there anything else you want to, you know, tell the, like, list the audience, any, any other thing you have, any other projects you have going on? Well,
1: um, Right now with my site, as I said, I want to focus on good news and I want to focus on the people who are working to make uh, people's lives a better uh, you know, place and, and, and the community a better place. Um, but, you know, it's like sometimes I will talk about realistic things, too. And I don't mean real like none of the, you know, it's like happiness is a fantasy because it's not. Um, but sometimes, you know, there are Things that you know need a little bit more serious, or you know, you 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 have to find the good in it as best you can. Um, and I think those things are important too. But my my point with my work is, um, you know, hey, things may be tough right now. Cause, you know, we all know 2020 is a tough year, and it's it's been hard. It's been exhausting. I know a lot of people have been frustrated with this pandemic. Some people have questioned. If it's a real thing or not, some people don't want to believe it's a real thing. And, you know, some people wish it wasn't a real thing. And unfortunately, we're just kind of having to muddle our way through it right now. And, you know, it's just kind of people need a break. And even if it's something small about learning, like a new exhibit that, like, the the Cook Center is showing at the Pierce Museum or, uh, you know, hey, there's someone here in town making music maybe you should check it out or uh, this restaurant serves up some really good food maybe you should check it out it just gives them an access to go find new things in the community and just kind of get a break from this and we're all, we're all in this together and I know it's tough and I know it's hard and it's exhausting and depressive um you know there there have been some days I've just laid there in bed and kind of stared at the ceiling but at the end, at the end of it, I have to get up and I have to push forward. And you know, I'm, I'm hoping with my work that, you know, hey, things
0: are
1: things are going to be tricky for a while. I don't know how long, but at least I want my content and my work to give you at least a mental break where people aren't angry and remind you that there is still good people and things out there, even in your own hometown.
0: Yeah. So what can
1: the so what can the audience find where can they find them the communication, the community the community paper? Well, uh, we're going to uh, be on all the social medias: the fa- Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We'll eventually start doing videos because we want to start sharing a little bit more—not just with words, but you know, obviously, do like little videos. So that, of course, kind it gets uh, you know, it gets some nice stories going. But um, our main site is just www County Gazette all one wordcom and you can come to the site check us out uh, you know you're welcome to share feedback on what you like what you'd like for us to talk about as I said we're a small paper we know there are features missing right now there's there's plenty of room to grow and and it's up to the community to tell us uh, what what they're looking for what they want um, And I I did a lot of research on a lot of uh, Corsicana's older newspapers. And one of the things that really struck me is that newspapers, when you really sit down and read like a lot of them in bulk, like I have, uh, it really feels like a journal of the people and the time of the town that you're living in. I, you know, I try to put the journal into journalist when I do my work, and I try to make it personal and relatable and not just talk at people, I want to, you know, I want them to understand that, you know, hey, this is something that you should look into, you should be excited about, it. you should try it on, you should always be wanting to try new things, so I just yeah. want to get people out of their comfort zone, and shelves, and open up, talk to someone new, you can probably learn all sorts of new things from them, so. Okay, Guy, well, I'm
0: going to give you a shout out to uh, anybody out in the listening audience, so. Go ahead,
1: Don, Give a shout out. Well, my shout out is to my lovely fiance Jennifer. Uh, today is our 15 year anniversary, so we are going to be. Well, thank you. She is. She has. Uh, she has tolerated my uh, nonsense for 15 years. I feel that is worthy of um, going out and having a nice, quiet evening, and then celebrating later this week. <laughs>
0: Oh, happy anniversary. Anybody
1: else want to give a shout-out Well, Well, uh, certainly uh, my partner in crime, John Kaiser, he's done an excellent job. Uh, oh, you know, hey, I just... Hey.
0: Hello, Kaiser.
1: But, yeah, def, definitely give him a nod, because if, if you <laughs> like the format of the site, that's all him. Yeah. I might say, no, I like this, or maybe try this, or uh, can we tweak that? But, you know, the first time he showed me that website, I was like, wow, and... Um, you know that, that that guy is a dynamo, and, and, he, and he's funny. He keeps me he keeps me grounded and sane when I'm off on one of my uh, modes. Like we got to take care of this, this, and this. He reminds me to breathe, and for that. I okay.
0: Yeah, Kaiser, Kaiser was the one that you know. He, well, I guess he kind of you know tied in with my engineer Aaron. You know, but you wrote about a story on Aaron, but Aaron's kind of all. And, you know, him and Kaiser work together, so, you know, we, you know, since I started, started the podcast, you know, it's kind of like Kaiser has been there, and has been there, so it's kind of like, you know, it's all kind of like what's out, you know, just having both of them, you know, so, you know, Kaiser tried to help me at the beginning, but then I like, found to and so that's, you know, that's just that's the beginning, the be humble beginnings for, for the podcast. Well, uh, Mr. Guy, I really appreciate you uh, so much for accepting <laughs> you. You know the invitation to be on Kindergarten of Sleep podcast. I look forward to reading about reading your um, reading your community paper. I know it's done you well. You know, like if you're telling good stories and you um, reach out and, and talk and, and talk about people that you know we probably you know have written, would have never known existed here in, in the community. And um, I know it's just to do, it's going to be well because you know it's, it's time sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's, it's time for something different. You know. And I believe um, this should, uh, you know, bring, bring uh, more awareness to more community members. And so I want to say, you know, I wish you the best for, you know, the best for this patient. Okay?
1: Well, thank, thank you so much, and I appreciate
0: that. Okay. Well, uh, to my listening audience, thank you so much again for supporting Canada Goatsby's podcast. I do want to say, uh, don't forget to register to vote. Don't forget to vote. And if you yeah, haven't had any census, let's you complete your census package. And um and, and also stay safe, you know, it's continuing to um where you're at on social distance and just thank you for you my know, so much this time as